Welcome to Bonehead Weekly. I'd love to say that we're here with Adrian and we're going to interview her, but you know who's not here, Adrian? Who? Dr. Jerkface Thomas. <gasps> How could you, James? He actually has a PhD. He actually is a professor. He actually is Dr. Thomas. I was explaining to my six-year-old tonight. I was like, oh, no, Uncle James actually is a doctor. And he goes, like, he could be my doctor. I was like, no, he's not the helpful kind of doctor. Ha! I was waiting to tell that joke in front of him. But he's clearly not here. So, Well, if we, no, need, another, if we need another co-host... What are you gonna pull I'm sure out? I can find one for us. What the hell is that? It's my bunny. That's a nice bunny. He's an excellent conversationalist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I because he doesn't talk back. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you need. Yep. Yeah, I need. Um, I'm actually not quite for sure what I need. I don't know that it's been diagnosed. Well, maybe Doctor James can help you with that. I doubt it. He's not the helpful kind of doctor. Now, Adrian. Yes. One of my dearest friends. Actually, you really are one of my favorite people. <laughs> I say that a lot, but you actually really are one of my favorite people. Likewise. This year, just full of shit. I, I am thinking. Okay, don't hurt yourself. 2015. This is eight years I've been doing this. Coming oh, up. wow. You about got tenure. Yeah, eight years. Yeah. Eight long years because scarefest gave me my start awesome well i don't know i think it's kind of cool i think it's kind of cool too i'd like to make it to a decade at least can you see make sure that i don't get you know fired before the decades out i'd like to be able to say i did it for at least 10 years i'll try i'll do my best but you know look what i got to work with there's only two more years there's only two more years and with I'm you more... it's like dog years so it's not like dog years it's not. Where are we partying at this year? You're always busy working. I know. I'm the lamest, right? I never really party either. I, I did a little bit, I think, last year. I finally got to have a drink of a certain person who makes a certain kind of... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know what you're talking about. I think that either happened last year or the year before because I never even were... I was never there that late. Yep. Yep. I get out in front of the Hyatt and whenever yep. uh, the smoke king and you know the uh whatnot i'd never make it that late and finally yep. like last year i went back and did and i actually got a sip of uh can i say his first name yeah adam's uh elixir yeah adam's elixir that's a really great way of putting it yeah i i i saw the other day on social media he i saw the jars so the rainbow it is a rainbow it's beautiful I have a really bad story about me being drunk in West Virginia and uh, moonshine and then eating ice cream. <laughs> something, something, West Virginia, something, something, moonshine. Uh, ice yeah. Cream. Ice cream. Oh. That's where, it, that's where I went wrong. Okay. Yeah. I could, I can see that. That's a short version. So anyway, I'm happy to have you. You always show up every year to talk about the show, which is Scarefest, which is happening when in October? October 20th through the 22nd. 20th through the 22nd. And we're sold out. You can't buy any more tickets, so we'll see you all next year. <laughs> well, we, we are sold out of several things. Our VIP packages are definitely a thing of the past. Our Weekend Plus packages are gone. Uh, weekend passes are soon to be gone. Uh, very, very near and dear to, uh, to yeah. selling out of and passes and then we've actually got saturday passes marked as limited because we uh got a little 
hot water with the fire marshal last year. We had to slow down admitting people on Saturday. Did so really, yeah, we did. But but this year we've done things a little bit differently. We we moved some things around and we rented some extra square footage. So now that we've got the second floor and you can host the panels and a proper panel room with great acoustics and lighting and your own your very own microphones, it is going to be wonderful. So now that we have the extra square footage we can have some more uh, people come into the show. So Adrian was actually being nice to me. Oh, look, Dr. Jerkface showed up. Don't oh, you say oh, a word. I am talking. How pretentious. It literally even says PhD in his Zoom name. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's I literally just higher finished, and deeper. I just literally finished teaching. I haven't changed it yet. I can change it here. Let me see if I can change it now. Oh, okay. What's it, what's it going to say? Wait, you were teaching from there and you were still late? Yeah, well, I had to wait till the video digitized, and then Joe sent me a link, which I took a shot of, where there is, it just literally says location Zoom, and there's no Zoom link. It's Well, in, that's just a white screen. Jeez, well, I did that. Thank you, yeah. Adrian, for defending me, because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. he you was able, well, one of you was able to get on there from the link. It didn't come I was through. actually a minute early. I was here at 9.59. Yeah. I, I was not. I, 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 yeah, sorry. Well, hold on. We're going to get back to it. So I, Adrian was giving me a compliment earlier. Well, she was being very sweet. She was like, you never bother me. You never ask me for too much. And I try not to ask for a lot, but and I know I, I ask for things from time to time, but I, I swear to God, one of the worst experiences of moderating was that fucking stage out in front of that crowd with the damn drunks ordering their Pepsis and their, and their vodkas next to me as I'm trying to carry on. And people just walking up, eating popcorn, and going, "What's going on?" Yeah, sounds about right. I mean, it just. Hey, listen, you survived it. You got that experience under your belt, and you're a better person. I say that that really probably built up some fortitude. If I mean, if I had to, if I had to label it, you probably got some uh, some genuine mental fortitude built up from there that experience. F words built up. I agree with you. And then <laughs> and then and then there's some people who are no longer associated with the show who didn't even bother to go get the guests for the big panel at the end of the day on Saturday. That sounds about right. That's also a true story. But anyway, <laughs> we won't go about, we won't uh, sit here and reminisce about that because we're going to have the second floor at Scarefest. You hear that, James? Yeah, second floor. That's uh, above the first floor. Yes, but it's below it the third floor, which the third floor is technically where the convention happens. It's jacked up like a football bat. I agree. But you have to enter in from High Street. If you don't know the logistics of the geography of this, go ahead and just show up and buy your ticket because we still have tickets for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, correct? We do. Yes, we do right now have single day passes for all three days. Um, weekend passes are very close to getting sold out and be making some announcements about that probably this coming week. And uh, if you want a Saturday pass and you don't want to get, we're going to try not to turn people away at the door, but it's not something we can guarantee. So when we put the Saturday tickets on sale this year, we mark them as limited because they are, and there is a possibility they'll sell out. It is not an unlimited amount of folks we can have in there. The fire marshal is a party pooper. Adrian Elder, can we talk about something? Of course. Do you know what is so amazing and fantastic? What? Is that Scarefest is probably going to scare sell out Saturday. I know. I know. It's pretty awesome. Can you see it? my face? 
And I'm, can you see that I'm not faking it? Yeah. I always say, and I've said it so many times, I have watched, I, well, I haven't said it this way, but it's very, James, this is much more James waxing philosophically using metaphors, but it is kind of like watching the Phoenix rise. Sure. From about four years ago. Yeah. Well, it's it's literally. It's and I am terrible. so proud of you all for it. You have Garefest has officially survived mud, blood, famine, and, and fire and plague. And bad plague. Yeah, yeah. Intentionally bad management at that. Well, that's neither here nor there. James, how many drinks do you have? I have oh, a drinking problem. Not enough. I fixed my name. Okay, that's way better. Um, yes, really, it's, really it's, on. it's also way more accurate. I feel. I, I really say, think really you should have put Doctor Despair instead of Mister Despair. I don't. No, no. I don't have a doctorate in despair. I'm not there uh, yet. I'm getting yet. closer. I'm getting yet. there. I'm getting. Yeah. Oh, buddy, don't worry. It's. I was fine. gonna say you. You keep you logging hours with this guy, and you're gonna get there in no time. You will have all the uh, the hours that you need under your belt for that certification. This is a higher ed joke. Oh, don't worry, buddy. It will be terminal. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's that terminal. degree in despair is terminal. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't quit. It's a I love my job. It's a good time, <laughs> but whew, tell you, yeah. you know what? What's uh, what's uh, usually much more engaging. Uh, overall, it's it's uh, Scarefest. Y'all ever been to Scarefest? I have. Oh, I've been to good all time. of them. The only person, only two people out of this room who've been to all of them are Adrian and I. Yeah, I was about to say because when I took my job, all, uh, when I took my job, I missed uh, I missed two. I missed two since I've been in Mississippi. Yeah, it got um. So a lot of people when I started, I got really close with Patty, who you know a lot of people know, but for those who don't, Patty Starr was the yep. founder of Scarefest, and I got really close with Patty, and I helped her out a lot, but. When I left the law firm, I actually started working for a manufacturing company building cars. It's a pretty big one. So people might have heard of it um, in Georgetown. Oh, and when you, <laughs> when you start there, um, as a temp, you only get one day off for your first six weeks. And then from six weeks to three months, you get another day off. And then from six months to 12 months, you get three. So for the first 12 months that you work there, you only get five days off. That is anything that's a pto that's an emergency doctor appointment only five days and i uh i started in march and scarefest wasn't until september so i had six months i didn't take a single day off because i needed to take off friday and monday for scarefest and i had to take off half of thursday night uh, because i I worked you know second third shift kind of hours so uh yeah i know the struggle i didn't i didn't think i was going to make make the uh 2020 uh no sorry the 20 11 show 2012 show that's what it was but 2012 yep so yeah 2012 was rough for me because i had to work all week and then do scarefest all weekend and then go straight back to the factory as soon as i was done with scarefest but uh yeah you gotta the job is pretty important for some of us so yeah yeah i enjoy eating it, it's uh, yeah. one of my favorite things it turns yeah. out Yeah, like employer um interviewing why would you like this job well i prefer not starving to death yeah yeah, now, yeah. You're more important than me, and you're more important that you've worked all of them, but I have been to all of them. Who is somebody else who's been to every one of them? Uh, than- Lori Baker. Lori so, Baker. Lori, Lori is our volunteer coordinator, right. and she also does a lot for Kids Day. She does a lot for uh, Scarefest Inc. I mean, she's involved in 
a lot of things. The biggest contribution that she does like all year round is she coordinates all of our volunteers, which is a huge task. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lori actually was at uh, a Waffle House or Denny's or an IHOP when the idea for Scarefest was born. I was at the first volunteer meeting, but Lori was actually there at conception. So we call her patient zero. Yep. I knew there was another one. Is there any, well, real quick, Jane, is there anybody else who's worked all of them? Adam Johnson. Okay. Um, and uh, Kim Hodge has been there, um, all 15. I've got a list. Um, there are a few that are 13, 14, you know, when they found out about it and they've, they've been there ever since, but I think the only 15s and I apologize if I'm forgetting somebody, but I think it's me, Lori, Adam, and Kim, I think are, are the, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. No, well, I just have the I just have the distinction of being at all fifteen of them. I used to have to pay like a sucker. Now, James. No, we need those suckers. Don't insult the suckers. <laughs> suckers are delicious. Uh, yeah. uh, you mentioned something in passing, and if you all have already talked about this, I realize I was tardy to the party. So Joe will just edit this part out because I love to make him edit stuff out. Um, you mentioned, by the way, though, the, the kids' day. Yeah. Have you all talked about Kids Day and what was no. part of that? Because I think that's one of the things that I love is that you have this horror convention. Yes. With with uh, you know, uh, creepy stuff. Well, you know, but it's also like there's a photo that Joe knows about where my child, when she was very little, is petting the puppy that was the mobile critter. Uh, yes, Karen. <laughs> um, and so. I, I just want to bring that up because can you tell us a little bit about what we can expect to see during kids day this year? Uh, yeah. just so people, if they're thinking about, Oh, can I bring my kids? Why don't let's tell them what they can see when they bring their kids. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so I actually just got an email about this uh, about an hour ago and someone was saying, you know, I've been to Scarefest. It's been a few years, but now I've got my little ones and I don't know, you know, is it family friendly? And, you know, one of the things that I really have been trying to get out there because there's a lot of misconceptions that we're like a haunted house or mm -hmm. that our purpose is to scare people. And, you know, there may be some pretty creepy things there. There might be some scary things. Um, but I do encourage everybody, you know, bring the family kids 12 and under are free all weekend. So, you know, it's a, it's a good, good chance to get them in and see some cool things, but Sunday specifically, um, we will have some free classes that the kids can go to. So we've got like a prosthetics, cosplay prosthetics classes that are Hold going on. on Friday, Saturday. I thought you said prostate. I'm so sorry. Keep going. Prosthetics prostate, class. Um, the, um, the folks that are doing that class, Rob Whalen, he's going to put some kits together um, for kids. So we'll have a free uh, cosplay prosthetics class for kids on Sunday. And then we have a cookie decorating class that's being hosted by Fright Bites on Friday. And she's going to do a kid's class on Sunday. And that will also be free, but just as long as the supplies hold up because, you know, they get to decorate a cookie and then they get to eat it. Um, so that's pretty cool. Those are the, the classes that we've got. And then as far as contests go, we'll have a kid's costume contest and we will have a scream contest. And I, I was going to ask about that because that was my eldest favorite and she's now aged out. She's no longer eligible, but she, she, uh, that was her favorite thing last year. She was like, awesome. I just get to go over there and scream. And I was like, yeah, please do go over well, there. We, and scream. We should have, you know, just the regular, like adult all ages on Friday and Saturday. So okay. 
as soon as we get the times posted for those, she is welcome to, to join that one. Um, that would be awesome. Um, and then, so one of the coolest things about kids day is when you come in the doors, we have a table set up where we have some little gift bags for the kids and we'll try to put like small toys and stuff like that in there. But the main purpose for the gift bags is that the vendors on the con floor, any vendor that has a red balloon displayed is participating in trick or treat. So the kids can go up and they can trick or treat at all the individual uh, vendor booths that have the red balloon. So that's a pretty fun interactive thing. We also have a dance troupe that's going to come in and teach the Wednesday dance from the new Wednesday show. Oh, so that should be a lot of fun. We did Thriller last year and it, it was cute. <laughs> so well, so James has his story. Mine is really quick. My kid placed third two years ago and did it again last year, added some stuff to his costume. And we've already been designing and working on what is because it's two different costumes. Yeah, but he's actually going of his his convention costume and his actual Halloween costume are two different things. I'm okay, not allowed to tell the audience what it's going to be for Scarefest okay. for it, but he has thought a lot of it and he thinks that there's not a lot of other kids are going to do this one. Okay, we can't be giving out his trade secrets now. Can't be giving out his trade secrets. So I'm just saying it's a good time, and he loved the trick or treating with it as well. Yeah, it um also we're going to have some uh some tables set up for some little like arts and crafts type things, maybe some color by numbers. There might be some kits there that they can put together, um, maybe some like puppets they can decorate. We're we're fielding some ideas for some cool crafts that they can do that uh won't be too time consuming, but also, you know, it'll be something fun for them to kind of get some hands-on building or creating uh, something there at the show. So all kinds it's hard to pack a bunch of stuff into six hours but we have done our best so come all weekend and sunday expect to spend all your time catering to your kids absolutely so what are some of the other big events that we've got going on this year because we need all the tea what <laughs> is different what is new what is the okay. same I mean, there's a there's a podcast live Friday night at five o'clock that it, uh, that we there there is yes. So most importantly, we should start there. Really, really shouldn't <laughs> start there, but we'll just say yeah. that maybe the Boneheads will be doing a live show Friday at five five p.m. Come in, come on down five p.m. <laughs> we five don't p.m. we don't have the celebrity yet. Yes, um, I've I've got some thoughts on that, but okay. yeah, so. This year, uh, new, we have a lot of new stuff this year. Unfortunately, some of our things are already sold out. Um, on Thursday, we're starting off the weekend pretty early with a bourbon tasting event that is sold out. We yeah. do have a free launch party horror trivia event going on at Lex Live at 7 o'clock. Team signups are at 6.30. It is a team thing. You don't have to have a team, but it would be beneficial. Can yes. James and I talk about this real quick? Of course. And how much fun was that last year with Mick Strong? Oh, it was, uh, the best part about it, it is. It, kicked my ass, kicked all of our asses because Mick couldn't remember the fucking year of the movie he was the production designer on. Which I was about to say, it's the best part. If you think that you're going to have somebody that works on a film and they're going to help you out, let me tell you from our experience, not going to happen. Oh, no, it wouldn't help. Now, 
He put will his hand Mick, down my shirt, but yeah, other than that. Will Mick sit there and scream random things like, I don't remember. I worked on the next gig. I went Let's on. Let's talk about the six foot back of the trailer where the and, cocaine and, was. Yeah, like all of those stories. He, he got quiet that. like that didn't happen. <laughs> he uh, he remembers. Four foot. Four foot. Four four foot. Yeah, you got spacers, Joe. Now Space your production designer feet. has to know that. Anyway. Um, six feet. Adrian, but, we're not making this up. But, but, yeah, no, he can tell you all of that, and he can tell you what he did on uh, uh, Break Into Electric Boogaloo and his uh, use of trees, but, no, can't remember the movies that he worked on when they came out. Other or than operating that. prosthetic penises for Boogie Nights. He can tell you oh. about that, but he couldn't, oh, yeah. couldn't tell you about the year Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, and then I'm a dumbass because I got the year wrong, too, but I think R.A. was also at that place and also got it wrong. Yeah. 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 Is it 1983? Oh, God, the, no. You're not even close. For the third one? 93. No, hold on. It was no, 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 no. Leatherface 3 came out at the same time that Dances with Wolves was in production. I know that because R.A. went to pick up his Leatherface mask from the company that Greg Nicotero owned at the time. A &B. And when he went to the studio to pick it up, they were working on the bodies of the buffalo from that scene in Dances with Wolves. Yep. 97? No, it's like 90, 91. 89 oh. 89 90 91 i can't tell you but it's within that two year it's within that two year and i can't i still don't remember i should always remember it but what i'm trying to say is, it was 1990 so what i'd oh, like well, to say the, that's the year i was born oh my god i'm so old so what i'd like to say is is that horror trivia we had an absolute effing blast last year and i screamed obscenities at jake gobo for what two hours james like we're going to kick oh, your yeah. ass sit down you bald son of a bitch nobody <laughs> cares about you and the crowd All the time was, we lost. thinking that i was being awful to this piece of crap person i'm joking i like jake that's the reason why i'm doing this and then he kicked i mean he literally slaughtered us oh dude that's the thing like brandon brandon can tell you horror facts like it's it's so impressive i am i'm horrible with dates i can't even tell you like anything that happened at any point in time at scarefest with any sort of like structure time is an illusion um i if i were to go to uh horror trivia and i got one thing correct i would be proud of myself and that's not an exaggeration i'm horrible with trivia absolutely horrible um i can remember the most random crap ever and actually i have a game of old school trivial pursuit here somewhere yeah. somewhere and uh when we were cleaning out my mom's house going through her things i i picked a random card and um it was like what player um broke a record in this 100 point game back in 1968 or something like that and i was like will chamberlain and then like i turned it over and i was like holy crap i got that right and i put the card back and i was like i'm the trivial pursuit master <laughs> but anyway um yeah no i'm i'm really terrible with trivia and it is a blast I've never, ever made it to one. Um, during that time on Thursday evening is when we are just burning the midnight oil for sure. As far as trying to get all the last minute preparations done, logistics, uh, all of that. But I'm so glad 
that everyone has such a great time. And I, I love talking about that event. So I'm glad that you all, and, and I hope there is a rematch and that you get slaughtered again. And I, I hope you keep up the trash talk and have more great stories for have, this time next year. I have every intention to call on him every name I can think of. If I'm, unless there's some odd reason I'm not able to make it, I have every intention of being awful to him. Awesome. Intention. So Thursday night trivia, what we got after that? Okay, so after trivia is another sold out um, ticketed event. That's going to be the Greg Nicotero private dinner at Nick and Norman's. Um, that's Thursday at eight thirty. Um, that's when check in starts, nine o'clock for the dinner event. And the restaurants actually close during that time. But you know, if you're you're coming into town earlier and you want to check out the restaurant, you can. Uh, it will be open the rest of the weekend. You know, so feel free to to check it out. But it unfortunately that is sold out. Think we sold out of that in like four days um yep. so really cool chance there to uh to dine with greg nictero at his own restaurant that sold so uh, well you guys actually opened it back up and sold more seats right we did so the first conversation the very first conversation i had with his team was that we were going to get half of the restaurant and we were looking at maybe being able to have 30 seats or something like that yeah. so we we're like okay that's cool i went ahead and got everything set up and then he talked to the manager and they were like no we're gonna close the whole restaurant so you know we can make this a 60 seat event and i was like awesome so we we put the tickets up on sale and that was friday at like 10 30 is when the tickets went on sale and by tuesday night they're gone <laughs> Yeah. So um, I, I talked to him and he called, talked to the management staff and they said, you know, that was a pretty conservative estimate and that we could get 70 people. So we uh, we added 10 more seats and I think about a day they were gone. That's amazing. And, and yeah. by the way, if 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 you're listening to this and haven't been there and you obviously it's sold out and you can't go go some other time, it's yes. worth it just for the images on the wall. Yeah. Just for if, yes. if if you're a Walking Dead fan, if you're I still a, haven't been. Oh, I awesome. went. I went. Uh, uh, I I got invited to something there a while back, and I went. Um, but it's well, good uh, for you, Buttercup. Yeah. I didn't well, get invited. You know, I don't get shit. invited. I don't get invited many places. I don't know why. Oh, you got invited to one more place than me. That's not true. You've been invited to all sorts of asylums and. They and, didn't uh, invite. When they come to your house and pack you away, it is not an invite. According to the according to that engraved court order you got, it was an invite. You had the option I, to fight. Uh but anyway, I, but but you should totally check out Nick and Norman's. It's uh it's just, yeah, I had a I had a good time. Yeah, it it was awesome. I went to dinner there with uh with RA and uh, Brandon and Nicole. And uh, that's when R.A. was telling me about, you know, his work on Texas Chainsaw 3, yeah. getting the mask, the whole thing about Dances with Wolves. I am shocked that Dances with Wolves was that early also, because um, I really thought it was like mid-90s, late to mid-90s. I didn't realize that. Well, um, you are a babe. I, uh, I've been in love with Kevin Costner for a really long time. That and Dead Buffaloes. Yeah, yeah. You That's got a sad. really weird kink. Mm. Yeah, we don't no kink shaming. All right, Friday. Um, yeah, what's next? Friday. So, oh goodness. All right, Friday. We are doing things a little bit differently this year with Whoa. Friday. Um, we will be opening up the pre-function area of the show where the ticket office and will call is. We will be opening that. Actually, let me back up. We're going to open up for a few hours on Thursday this year. That's the change. 
uh, mm-hmm. Thursday, the ticket office will be open uh, from noon to five. So you can pick up your regular passes, uh, VIP check-in, all that good stuff from noon to five, and then still have plenty of time to go to uh, any of the ticketed events you might have or the horror trivia. So uh-huh. on Friday, we will be opening up Will Call at noon and the black carpet event starts at three. That is when the doors open for weekend plus and VIP passes. So they can go ahead and go in um, to the exhibit hall starting at 3 p.m. General admission is at four o'clock. And oh man, what else? Our film festival is going to be starting. We will have speakers and panels starting at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Bonehead Weekly is going to kick us off in our panel room at five before we work them like dogs all weekend. I would like and... to work like a borrowed mule, please. <laughs> then we've also got Friday night. We have two events going on. One of them is Scarioke at Lex Live that starts at nine o'clock. It's free to anybody that wants to come over. It'd be probably pretty packed over there. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Horror Drag Theater at nine o'clock. That's at the convention center. It's ticketed, it's 10 bucks for a ticket. Uh, we had to pay to rent the rooms. So I'm trying to uh, cover some costs there. And we're going to be doing some donations for um, for some charities on that. Still trying to figure out the, the final details with that one and then after those events well probably while they're still going on we will have spooky story soiree going on in our technically it's like the um food court area there's a really cool room on the second floor called club b yeah and that's where our food concepts will be that we will be having a celebrity event in there and that's free to the public they'll be doing some readings and and stuff i'm like excited that. about that i i that's one i'm on i'm team nicole on that one i'm actually kind of i don't know how many people will show up but i'm really excited yeah. about it i think it's kind absolutely. of absolutely it, it should be fun we've got some really cool people doing some readings amanda day is hosting that event yeah. um beatrice buckley will be there brian bremer i believe is signed up for that uh-huh. um and then we have i don't know if we've confirmed everybody else but i think we'll have some sleepaway camp people there doing some readings it'll be a good time a friend of the show and friend of james's and i's laurel uh hightower uh has been working with him and uh, laurel is just the best so awesome author okay local writer oh right is she she writes words and whatnot she the one that is getting the pieces together yeah that's laurel okay laurel's been on the show many times she was actually at my house the other day that's but that's because she just wanted child support that makes sense that's the only reason I come to your house. The too. cool thing, the cool thing, yeah. Well, they don't know I'm shooting blanks. The cool thing is about Laurel is that she is so she's an actual published author who's local, and I love awesome. she's a horror horror or author. By the way, her horror. her her boy Long and her almost the same age, and uh, when he calls her a horror author, I still laugh. Yeah, that sounds about it's, right. Because I think she's a horror author as well. So, uh. <laughs> but now she's she's uh, been nominated for awards as well. I mean, she does what she does really well. And yeah, she but has, it wasn't for the writing. She well, I mean, give credit where it's due for all things. Jill. I need to tell her um, to listen to the shit later. But she has a new book coming out later this year, right? Uh-huh. Too. Yep. I mean, uh, do, do you, I mean, she does her show, so give her a shout out as well. But yes, absolutely. 
Um, no, that's exciting. I'm all for storytelling. I like yep. stories. They distract me from the despair. Well, yeah, that's yeah, right. James, I didn't know if you knew that or not. I'm sorry. I, but yeah, it's a really great idea. And I, I'm, cur- I'm curious to see how many people show up because I think it's neat. I think it's nifty having these these horror authors be able to not only submit their work, but then have somebody from from the terror picture literally read it to them, everybody. So it's it's neat and performant. All right. Hello. Sorry, I'm trying to put my phone on. Do not disturb. Who is texting you with that? Is that your boo? That is my Pandora just recently, like started randomly playing. No, I literally opened my phone to put it on do not disturb because Brandon is texting me about flights and budgeting and I don't know. It's it's me. Can't you tell him it's me and leave? He knows what I'm doing right now because I'd call him at 945 and I was like, hey, you were supposed to call me and I got to do this show in 15 minutes. I need you to send me this stuff. Yeah. But we got it all taken care of. It's going to work out. He doesn't. So where were we? Friday. Friday. I think you're almost finished up. Did we miss anything? I think. um, So the only other thing that will be going on around that time is we will be still having some films going on. uh, Also on the second floor of the convention center. We'll have the film festival happening right down the hall. So those, I think we're going all the way up through, I think we're starting at midnight, like starting one at midnight. So maybe pretty late on some of the film festival stuff. And then Saturday, mm-hmm. <laughs> Saturday, we are opening the ticket office at 9 a.m. So the pre-function area will be open at nine. People can come in. Saturday is going to be busy, busy, busy. So if you uh, have purchased photo ops for Saturday, you need to be watching for that photo op schedule to come out and make sure you are in line early if you have an early photo op. Um, We'll be trying to get people in as quick as possible, but it's process and it does take some time. So we'll be opening the doors for weekend plus passes and VIP ticket holders at 10 a.m. on Saturday. General admissions in at 11. And we've got our panels and speakers starting at noon. We've got the film festival playing all day. And then on Saturday evening, we have the VIP party starting at nine o'clock. But right before that, at 8 p.m., we have a ticketed event that's not sold out. So there is still some things you can get tickets for. Uh, Uh We have uh, Talk Scary to Me live with Danielle Harris and Scout Taylor Compton at uh, eight o'clock at the convention center on the second floor tickets are still on sale for that. I have actually met scout twice and um, I don't know. I don't know about other experiences, but as I've met, I've interviewed her as a, and then I met her as a fan, as a fan, she's one of the nicest people I've ever actually paid for an autograph for, but it was many, many, many years ago. Awesome. Yeah. She was really nice. She was. <laughs> my dad. No, oh, dude. Have you, have you met my dad before, Joe? Have you met my you, parents? You uh, introduced me to them last year on the floor briefly. They were there okay. Sunday. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. I thought so. I wanted to make sure. So, but it was just quick. As my, so, as, if, if I'm, I recall that right, right? It was on the floor yeah. and it was briefly, maybe for a few minutes. Yep. And my dad was wearing a cowboy hat. I don't remember <laughs> he, what he was wearing. Yeah. He well, he was sexy. probably one of the only people at the convention that was wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> So I actually saw him from across the room and I screamed at Adam and I was like, Adam. And he froze and he's like, what? And I said, get that guy. And he turned around all fast 
And I was like, the guy in the cowboy hat, get him. And he was like, I was like, it's my dad. <laughs> so that's, that's how I knew my parents were there last year. It was pretty cool. But, um, so my dad calls me, I would say five times a week about Scarefest. He calls me pretty much every day, but at yeah. least five times a week, I will get a call and he will have some idea about Scarefest or needs <laughs> to tell me something about Scarefest. And it's wonderful because like, uh, this isn't like a great photo. Um, it's kind of dark, but like, he is like, he owns yeah. a structural steel company. Um, he raises cattle. Like if uh -huh. you see him, he looks pretty out of place at Scarefest. Yeah. But um, he sent me a picture the other night of him in his cowboy hat with his Wranglers and belt buckle wearing a Scarefest weekend t-shirt at a football game. Um, and, and he'll just, so today he calls and he says, you know how I've been going around on TikTok and I've been watching all these Scarefest TikToks and commenting on all of them. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, I come across the video the other day. I think I told you about it. It's these two girls and they were all excited about coming to Scarefest. And I said, yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I need to start watching what I say to people. And I was like, okay, okay. please continue. So he said he got on there and on their video, he's like, heck yeah, you know, let's party. Hey, that's innocent enough. And then he said he came across either that video or another one or something that they'd done. And he commented on it. And we have the same last name. So uh -huh. he was like, I, I guess they either remembered me or they knew who I was. But it turns out the video he was talking about through a lot of like context clues, it's Danielle and Scout. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I think they're going to actually be guests at your show. And I was like, yeah, I know you're talking about. I was like, you know, and I described them and he was like, yeah. And I was like, both real pretty, like, you know, real upbeat. He said, yeah, that's them. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's, he's like, oh, so they're, they're movie stars. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, just the best, most supportive man on the planet. Um, and just, just always out there, like going a hundred percent for, uh, for Scarefest to support us and, I just thought that that just tickled the crap out of me because he was talking about Scout and how how upbeat and you know happy she seemed and I was like yeah that makes sense that's awesome my dad didn't even really know what I do so congratulations let's bring it down James <laughs> let me one up you Joe I my dad dead yeah sorry see see Mr. Despair earned well, we're all so happy for you, Adrian Elder, that you're so loved <laughs> and admired. And that your parents actually care, or your parents. Oh, well, I, I mean, in all fairness, the best part about that is nobody would enjoy me making those jokes more than my father. Like, he would have been like, no, use it. Use it to your advantage if that's yeah. what you got. Swing for the fences. Yeah, my well, I, real uh, quick, way, I, hold on real quick. Oh. My mom went to a small, no, hold on, because this connects. My mom went to a small Comic-Con at the Hazard Library and told me about it. And it's like, and they had some stuff and some toys. I was like, you, you're literally calling me up, telling me what they have at a convention. Well, yeah, that is the disconnect, James. Well, I, I was going to say, speaking of what they have at the convention, and, and you've been talking about events, but I do want to say, because I, I, I will admit, I've been glancing over at it because I appreciate, and maybe this was done last year and I'm just old and easily distracted, but I appreciate I the fact that if, if you go to the Scarefest website, 
you have your tickets, your guests, celeb photo ops, but you have that lovely button that says vendors and it takes you to the map. Yes. And you can click on the booths and find out who's going to be at what booths and what they're selling. Yeah. And and by the way, if you've never done a con before, if you're somehow watching this, what's this scare fest these kids are talking about? The kids today. No, but half the fun of a convention to me is, is the vendors. I don't care oh, yeah. what I don't care what type of convention it is. Yeah. Because there's always that thing I see on, yeah, I didn't know I needed that in my life. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to leave here with that. Yeah. And and I look around my office and, and yeah, exactly. I look around my office at the stuff that I have that I've picked up at conventions, Scarefest being some of it. Yep. And it's just, you're sitting in your office, you're working, you've got all this stuff going on. Maybe you're having a bad day and I can look over my shoulder and be like, oh, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe, maybe today's the day. Exactly. And, 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 and the good thing about Scarefest is there's new vendors every year, but you also see those vendors that come back and you kind of form a, a, a connection with them. Oh, yeah. you're back. So, uh, I just wanted to say, if 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 you're coming, take some time to pregame your vendors and see what's out there because yeah, I, I walk the floor to look at vendors all the time because yes, I want to see the celebrities, I want to meet the authors, I want to do all of that stuff. But there's some sheer joy in discovering the stuff that vendors bring to these conventions that you're not going to find anywhere. Anywhere, else. yes, and you know, to that, um. And I don't want to be discouraging because, you know, I want everybody to like come and see everything, but there's no possible way that you could look at everything that everyone has everywhere. Like uh, you, if you just walk by and you glance over the what's in the booths, then you'll make it through. But, you know, to stop and look, a lot of the artists have books with their prints or they'll have note crates where all the prints are stacked up. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a. That just reminded me of this is the most random thing. It is weird how my brain works. I went to a convention down in uh, outside of Knoxville, in Alcoa, FrankenCon, a few months ago. Uh -huh. And uh, actually, my grandmother was out of town, and I told her I would drive uh, her RAV4 while she was gone. She was going to be gone for several months. So I drove her RAV4. I brought it back. While I was there, I bought prints, and I had sat them in the back seat of the RAV, and I took her RAV back and got my car, and they're still there. Those prints are still <laughs> in her back seat. And I just remembered that. And your and grandmother's never returned because she was just mysteriously <laughs> away for a few months. And you're still driving the RAV4 and we all know what happened. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. But no, she did come back and I actually have to go to her house um, this From week. But anyway, book. I've got to get, they're super cool. They're like, um, they look like it's pinup style. And they're wearing like these really beautiful like prom dresses, but they're like horribly disfigured zombies. Yeah. And, and I've got these, these big prints of them. So anyway, yeah, there are, um, you know, those standups, like I was saying before I went down the rabbit hole there, um, to look through everything is just not possible. There's just so much cool stuff. So what I like to do, um, and last year I didn't even get a chance to shop. So, um, that was a bummer. But when I go to conventions is, uh, I like to go through and make a quick pass and then note the booth number if I want to come back and really look at something and try to make it through everywhere and then hit the, hit the spots that I thought looked really cool. Um, but the, the vendor floor map is interactive and there's actually a way that you can go on there and sort by list. 
So if there's a specific vendor that you want to know where they are, it will pull up an alphabetized list on the side. You click on their name and it will highlight the booth and, and you can find where they are that way. So it's pretty cool, uh, cool feature that we've got. I get that all the time too, because the only way I get to shop is if I'm staying. So when I'm in, not to talk about, but when in Huntington, I always get to look around and it's because I'm staying there and yeah. there's more time and yeah. I don't have the kid. That's the only time I get. So people ask me about it. I was like, I don't know that I ever even make it up and down every aisle of Scarefest because by the time we start with the panels and then when I have time is when the show's done Yep. at night. And then yep. we have to do something else. I'm not complaining. I love my gig, but it's the same thing. At Com Every year at Comic-Con, I'm like, ah, it's right around my birthday. I'm going to take some money and buy myself something purdy. Never do. Never yep. do. Well, Last year, I bought one. Oh, go ahead, James. Well, I was going to say, and, and, and one of the things I do want to say about the vendors at Scarefest that they've had from the very beginning, mm -hmm. I really appreciate the fact, because I like a lot of uh, old school horror movies, Vincent Price, Boris yeah. Karloff. And they still always have that stuff. It doesn't matter who the guest is. So, because and, and I, I, Joel Robinson, who has been doing stuff for Scarefest forever, speaking of spending, I could stand at his table and just look at his stuff for hours because yes. it's so. I've got all his Vincent Price stuff. I even have this shirt. I have all of that stuff. And and that's one of the things I do appreciate about Scarefest as well is if again if you've never been, folks, you do need to go because I don't care what your horror. You want Lon Chaney, you know, silent phantom. You're you're gonna find something there. Yes. It's gonna be there. Now you're gonna have to, as we've been discussing, look through a lot of aisles and do look. all that stuff. But you're also gonna find a bunch of different stuff. So I, again, I just wanted to give some credit to Scarefest for the vendors that they bring in because I always I say this knowing I'm gonna lose money, uh, but it's 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 just cool to see what well, all. Well, I agree. Out. Absolutely. I put out a call this year on our uh, fans page, uh, Scarefest Weekend Fans on Facebook. And I was like, vendors, you need to post what you've got. And then, um, you know, we've got some folks that come to the show every year, like uh, Jake is a good example. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm going to have to uh, pick out some things that I want. And then I'm going to have to give people money to go and go to the vendor booths and get me things. Because last year, before the show, I found this really cool bracelet that I wanted from a vendor. I told them about it. They put it on hold for me. And then Sunday I went um, at 510, 10 minutes after the show floor closed to get my bracelet because that was the first time I'd had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was the only thing I bought all weekend. I put it in my fanny pack because I was sporting fanny pack. And um, when I made it back to the hotel that night, it was not there. It fell out. So my Aww. bracelet ended up somewhere else and i hope someone is enjoying it because it was super cool it was, was one of those chain link bracelets and it had the ring on it so it like connected like your ring to your bracelet and it had a little bat it's it's super cool but anyway only james and i had i just wish we were like if only we had seen it <laughs> where it yeah so, that, would that would be amazing i know I, I mean, and if some, the best hope that I could have is that someone found it and is actually getting to use it. Um, I would love that. I wouldn't even be mad. I just hope it didn't get, you know, end up in the trash because the convention center swept it up and threw it away. Right. So if, if you found my bat bracelet, please tell me and you can keep it, but just, you know, let me know that it actually made it to a home. Well, so not to rush us, but we have been going for about an hour. So what, <laughs> 
have we is there anything else we need to talk about any of the other events that we haven't mentioned we talked all day about all the stuff saturday yes, we haven't even um, got to the big celebrities yet i mean i'm you want to know who i'm really excited about Tommy. although he this i doubt that he'll see this I, he may very well be batshit nuts i hope so is richard dreyfus oh yeah i hope so too i hope so well and, and- Google him and Bill Maher and the way he sits in the chair on Bill Maher's podcast. Okay. When we're done, Richard Dreyfuss, Bill Maher. It is unique. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. I will definitely check it out. Um, who, are you, who are you looking forward to? James, who are you looking forward to? Me, honestly, the one that I, I and it, it's not horror related, I would like about two minutes just to look at David Arquette and say, hey, buddy, let's talk about the gray zone. That is one of the most depressing Holocaust films ever made. And all I can think is you made Eight-Legged Freaks. Yeah. And then what? you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get with Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is going to play the leader of a concentration camp. And I'm going to play with Steve Buscemi, one of the inmates of this the one that and it's going to literally the end of that movie is david arquette and i'm forgetting the other actor's name side by side and there's a german soldier walking down the line shooting people in the back of the head heading toward them to kill them and don't tell just me having, anymore because i haven't seen it and i want to watch it oh it is it is a phenomenal film but it is honestly one of the things like i finished that film and i like david arquette in in comedies and stuff and i like some of the more eccentric things he did like the gipper uh, or the tripper i'm sorry the tripper um but then i watched that movie and honestly it went off and i was like i may need counseling i may need it's 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 a beautiful tragic film and i, I that's what so when i saw david arquette everybody else was like oh scream and blah. i'm like no no i need i just need two minutes to say hey buddy i need you to walk me through the process of making the gray zone just give me give me two minutes speak quickly I'm pretty sure I may be the only one that shows up and ask him about it. But if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's on Amazon Prime Video, which I don't have, but I may look into getting because, yeah, I want to watch okay. it. Okay, you can borrow my account. Actually, I want to yeah. talk to him about, um, I, well, and I don't, actually, he's not doing a panel, I don't think, but I'd like mm-hmm. to talk to him about riding the bullet. Which is a oh, Mick, that's another good one. Yeah. This is a Mick Garris film. I, I wish we'd get Mick Garris. Um, I need to talk to Brandon about that. I need to talk to you and Brandon about that. Yeah, but that's, and that's the other thing I was going to say real quick is um, I love horror, but uh, before I got into horror, I was huge into science fiction. And one of the things that I love about Scarefest is I'm a Star Trek nerd and there's always Star Trek guests. There. If Kane Hodder shows up, as he always does, thank goodness. But I mean, if you're a Star Trek fan, Kane Hodder can tell you about doing stunts on Star Trek. So whatever your nerddom is, even if it's not horror, Check the cast list. Yep. You're going to find somebody that did something that you loved outside of horror. David Arquette would be an example, actually, of that. Um, of people that did other things. And it's just, yeah, it's everywhere. It's it, yeah. And so I, I have went and got, I think, I'm looking at my wall of Star Trek stuff. I think I have gotten about six or seven signatures. I've been to Star Trek conventions, but I've gotten six or seven signatures of Star Trek, people who did stuff on Star Trek at 
scare fest that I never got at Star Trek conventions because they didn't they do horror conventions they don't do Star Trek conventions and it's worked out really well for me so that's awesome my my nerd moment is again if you're listening to this and you're on the fence about going to scare fest whatever your whatever your freak flag is your proclivities you will find a connection to it at Scarefest because it again I've gotten so many autographs well, from you know, my Star Trek collection at Scarefest. It's funny that you say that because like one of the um I've got two lead-ins for that. One of them is um, you know, our newest guest announcement, Alexandra Breckenridge. Yeah. She was in American Horror Story. She was in The Walking Dead. But you have no clue how many middle-aged men have freaked out and said virgin river is one of my guilty pleasure shows i love watching it and um where i work from home and a lot of times i can't fully focus on what i'm watching i'll just you know turn on a show if it's got a lot of seasons even better and i kept getting pop-ups for virgin river this was a few months ago i don't even I know am horrible with faces um Tom Hardy played my favorite character in four different movies well three movies and a tv show and I had no idea it was the same person no clue not a hint so when I saw like that she was the same person as Moira and Jesse from The Walking Dead I was like holy crap you know that that's that's pretty crazy but my aha moment this year because I'm terrible with faces was when I was on Scarefest TV and we announced Tyler Labine <laughs> from Tucker and Dale versus Evil, yeah. and Wes makes the comment that he loves him in New Amsterdam. And I had just been, I mean, even that day, earlier that day, I had just been binge watching New Amsterdam. And I was like, huh. So while Wes is doing the announcement, I Google like, what role did he play in New Amsterdam? He's one of the main characters, my favorite main character. And I literally just started screaming. I was like, he's Iggy from New Amsterdam. Like, how did I not make that connection? I just watched Tucker and Dale versus evil. And I had no idea it was him. That's but a- now that I know it's so painfully obvious, but before I didn't realize it at well, all. He's in a fantastic show that James and I absolutely love that didn't last long with Ray Wise, um, who was also um, been to Comic-Con, uh, uh, called uh, Reaper, uh, where he is. Uh, where they He's got, basically the know, friend of, yeah, the, 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 the kid that's going to be. Yeah, who has to work for the devil. Oh, wow. It's a fantastic show. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it lasted less than two seasons. Yeah, yeah but... It, just to give you a sense of the flavor of that show, which it would be, he would be another one I'd love to talk about. Um, the Portal to Hell, if I misremember, Joe, correct me, but it's the DMV, right? Probably. Because that would that be. That sounds right. It's been a while since I've, I've watched. That would, be, that would be how you would have to connect. Right. Yeah. Reaper. Yeah. Well, okay. So those are some of the big guests. Did you, Adrian, you said Taylor Labine. Is that the one you're really excited about? Tyler Labine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to, to have him. I mean, there's, there's so many, there's so many good guests this year that I'm just absolutely stoked to have. Of course, some of our returning guests, I'm very, very happy to have back. Uh, Ken Forey, super, super stoked. Uh, Ken, He's a fantastic uh, storyteller too. Yeah, yeah. And and just one of the nicest, most genuine, yeah. like stupidly humble people you could ever meet. Um, Ken is great. 
um, like I said, Bill and Robert, glad to have them back. Kane, Ari, and Steve, you know, love having them. Felissa every year. Um, but as far as like, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, I'm really excited about Tyler Levine. Like, I, I think that probably of everybody that we've got, Tyler and David are probably up there. Um, Eight Legged Freaks was a, absolutely one of my top favorite movies. I've got to go back and watch it. I have a copy of it behind me, but. Um, I saw that in yeah. theaters. I love that yeah. movie. Uh, um, it came out, what, in the When late she was 90s? a fetus. <laughs> no, I, it, it was, was a fetus. After. Yeah, I would say it would have been. It would. I was in. I, it was, was two thousand two. Yeah, I was gonna say I was. I, I hadn't graduated college yet, but I was close. I knew. That. I had graduated college. I was depending eight. on which side of the year it was. I was eleven or twelve when it came out. And but she was a I have. I have always loved creepy crawlies, uh, spiders, snakes, anything that scares other people was totally my bag. So um, when that came out, I was like, heck yeah! Um, and I, I loved watching that movie, but. Um, as far as other things that we haven't talked about besides, you know, the guest list is stellar. We do have a few things that we still do have tickets for. We've got a couple of classes. I mentioned earlier mm -hmm. the kids classes, but we do have on Friday, we've got introduction to cosplay prosthetics and we have a cookie decorating class. And then on Saturday, we have, we have intermediate cosplay prosthetics and you don't have to go to the beginner class to go to the intermediate class. Um, uh -huh. but you know, the Rob Whalen that's putting that on, he does these classes at conventions. Um, typically something like this would cost a couple hundred dollars to go to. Um, and you know, it's 10 bucks, I think, um, 10 or 15 bucks for that class. So again, we had to pay to rent the rooms, just trying to recoup some, some money on that. But, um, those and then we also have uh, right now we only have one we were hoping to get a couple other specialty like Scarefest items this year but one of the artists that we were working with has just gotten gotten so slammed um i don't think we're going to be able to get anything from him but we were able to get uh sledgehammers so they are they're props they're not real they're really lightweight but they are the kemper kill sledgehammer prop and each one of them is uh, signed and numbered uh, one to 50. It's a limited run uh, by Brett Wagner. So uh, I think we're about half sold out on those and they will sell out before the show. They're super cool. Brandon got one um, early to, uh, to go to the trophy place and have the plaque fitted to see how it would look. And um, when we were doing Scarefest TV to announce those sledgehammers, he was just sitting there with it on his knee and he kept like playing with it talking about it and i'm like brandon there's a graphic on the screen no one can see you right now and he's like well i'm just gonna hold it and i was like oh okay 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 but uh yeah he he held on to that hammer for like 20 or 30 minutes he just wouldn't put it down so pretty cool um you know as a display piece or a cosplay uh cosplay prop but uh yep so we've got those and i think that is about it we do have one other thing um and that yep. is the illusionist uh reed uh -huh. is coming back he, but he is doing a full show this time he'll be set up in a room um and we've got those tickets on sale for friday saturday and sunday cool. can i do a quick mention of one more guest that i feel as as again going back to my sci-fi nerd references i've got to give one shout out um you all have clint howard coming Yes. Yeah. Clint oh, Howard. Know, I forgot about Clint Howard. Clint Howard, I have to mention because he may hold the record now 
for having the longest time between Star Trek appearances because he appeared in the Corbin Maneuver in the yeah. original series in the 1960s, and he just appeared in Strange New Worlds, the current series, obviously oh. playing a very different character earlier this year. Really? Which is about a 62 years time between appearing in a science fiction series. Not a bad thing. Pointing it out, though, because, yeah, he appeared originally in the original series. He was three years old. I was about um, to say because that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense because um I was just looking because I, I was trying to remember something but yeah he was born in fifty nine yeah he was three or four years old when he appeared in the original series of Star Trek yeah. uh, it was a twist ending uh cool, cool. but that being said um honestly I was sitting there and I was like that's that's that is it. again if you're a Star Trek fan there's an autograph to get because he may hold the record I don't know many other actors that can say they've been they they appeared in Star Trek different series, sixty Not years far, apart. Far. That's that's I mean, he's got to be the record holder for that. So I saw Clint Howard. I immediately again went geeky Star Trek guy. I went oof. Can you see this? Look at that. That's him. Yep. Yeah. That is so cute on the Andy Griffith show. Yep. He played uh, no Le- no Leon. I don't want your sandwich. The little boy who keeps offering offering Barney a peanut butter sandwich. It's Clint Howard. So I just, again, I just had to give credit, Clint Howard, again, if you're a science fiction fan, as well as horror, obviously, because he did lots of horror, but Clint Howard has been in everything, and you should totally go meet Clint Howard. I forgot. Yeah. Howard, I can't believe I forgot about Clint Howard. And that's why you failed, Joe. I've never met him either. I was going to say, you know, and honestly, like, um, when I've been doing some interviews and talking about things, and I, I try to talk about, you know, like, a lot of the events and the schedules and things like that and it's hard because I I forget things not because I don't know them but because like maybe I just talked about them on an interview this morning or mm-hmm. or something like that and I, I always try to like bring it around to different guests but I mean we've got over 80 announced people for this well, what, year that's the biggest lineup say, ever I, I've been yeah, I've been scrolling. I mean, look at this. I'm scrolling as fast as my and it's yeah. screens and screen. You've got Dylan McDermott. You've got uh, yep. it's just it's just it's yeah, an embarrassment of riches. I was gonna say, um, Dylan. You know, having D- Tom Savini. I mean, like we haven't even mentioned Tom Savini. Like uh, Adrian Barbeau at the final and, girls lineup that we have. Like you yeah. know, but it's all on the website. Go check out the guest list because we could talk about it for six hours at minimum. Just, you know, the people that are coming, the things they've been in. Well, and I'll throw out one more thing. Uh, check out the guest list also if you're a fan of video games because you've got a lot of people that have work and things like that for video games. One more name that I'll mention as, as my sci-fi geeking self, um, Chad Coleman. Yes. And the Orville. I love or- the Orville show. Uh, obviously, yep. he's in Walking Dead and speaking of video games, Left for Dead 2, he's in it. But honestly, it's like the horrible science fiction geek happy. Um, yep. And so, again, I, I just, like you said, we could go through the entire list, but it would take well into the AM time yep. period, as we sit here and record in the evening. Uh, but yeah, check out the list because I guarantee you there's going to be somebody on there that you're going to geek about. Yeah, I absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. What What'd you say? I said, what else do you want to talk about? Is that up? Is that it? I mean, we've been an hour. I want to give you time back. No, I get You've been it. more than gracious. Actually, you and I have been talking for an hour and a half. Yes, we have. Because somebody was late. 
Yeah. I have to keep my job until I get tenure. Next year, I'll blow everything up and be here. Scarefest, still tickets available. Saturday is going to sell out. So get your Saturday tickets. Yes. Saturday is going to sell out. And that's amazing that we're going to sell out Saturday, but it's going to sell out. Get your tickets, get them close. And the only other thing that I want you to buy your tickets, bro, go ahead and get the weekend. Bonehead Live Friday at five. Sorry. Too late. Too late will be the cry when the tickets pass you by. That's right. Too late. All right. This has been Bonehead Weekly. Thank you so much, Adrian. We appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. Grrrr. <sighs>